yes, yes, yo, welcome to Club Shadow episode 100 of 271. I hope everybody is doing good. I hope everybody is in the best spirits that you had a great beginning of the week. I did have a great beginning of the week. As always, you know, you know, like all of us, people will always try to disturb your peace, but uh, it's kind of hard with me. Uh, so I had a great, I got a great start of the week, especially because, yeah, you know, Sunday was the birthday, celebrations, etc. Uh, and then uh, I actually started, recorded two songs yesterday. Uh, so my month of February is already like almost full, mix, mixing some new songs, uh, working here and there with some new collaborations. So uh, yeah, can't complain. Uh, very happy with the new uh, the, the new little tweaks to the to the setup. This show is brought to you by Shadowware.com, the gods of good fortune. It is midnight and 41 here in Lisbon, Portugal. I want to thank our stream royalty, Daniel Chim, uh, uh, Danny Danny. Uh, thank you so much for supporting the show and also, of course, all the sponsors who are supporting this show um, and, uh, yeah, pushing. I'm wearing uh, today uh, the Shada Gang Authentic uh, hoodie. Uh, actually, I think tonight's going to be one the coldest night in Portugal since I've been living here, I believe, because, and listen, it's not that bad, but it feels like it's going to be like four, four to five degrees, which is usually normally like when it gets cold here is like 10. So four to five is complicated. Uh, but uh, listen, we are lucky to be inside uh, and uh, and to have a heater, so it's warm inside. Uh, but uh, yeah, listen, uh, a thought for those who who are outside and uh, who are uh, not able to to feel the heat of a warm home. Um, keep your head up and uh, yeah, listen. Positive energy for you guys. Um, tonight we are streaming in a lot of locations. We are streaming on YouTube. We are streaming on, uh, let me see, let me check where we're streaming. We're streaming on YouTube. We're streaming on Facebook, uh, on my Facebook page, Keisha, on my Facebook profile k edward on my twitch and on twitter okay i have to start tweeting tweeting i'm gonna open like some japanese or chinese account like some one of those i'm just gonna add one of those uh since i'm using restream i'm gonna open one of these you know uh asian stream site that that I don't know about and just start streaming there as well like because why not let's just push content everywhere um and uh yeah so 
interestingly, I don't even know where I get the the numbers of how many people are watching in those destinations. I probably inside of Ecamm. All I know is that I'm in all these places. But uh, yeah, listen. If you are in the other platforms, uh, if you're on Facebook or on uh, on Twitch or other platforms, just just say in the chat where you are streaming from. Uh, everybody else, I mean, you too. But other than that, everybody, uh, give me uh, put the flag of where you're watching from and what time it is, where you are watching this content from. Uh, it's very interesting. I've been, uh, of course, I've been posting a lot of, um, I've been posting a lot of, a lot of content from, uh, from, from people reposting my, my, my song, something going on, and and doing the trends on TikTok. So of course the, the trend is 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 slowing down now because it's been like it's been a month already, um, but we're still talking about two thousand new videos every day making around 20 million views still or 10 million or 15 million i don't i don't remember but i was looking i was looking today i was like wait a minute there's still so many views like yo that's crazy so and i don't listen most of these videos i don't even know how where to find them because when i go to it seems like some of the content for example i have thousands of views in china but I don't find them. So maybe they are in the the the, the, the Chinese TikTok. Same thing for uh, a lot of the views in India or Turkey. I can't find them. But I can see on my on my analytics all the countries where I'm I'm, I'm generating views and, and we're really talking about let me look again. Uh we were really talking about some 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 real, real, real uh, crazy data. Um, and I was like, okay, uh, this is really like something that we're talking about. Uh, so for example, if I take, uh, the last seven days, uh, when it comes to just something going on, there's been, uh, around 70 million views divided in all the versions, of course. Uh, and the main version is doing every day so you see every day uh, you have um every day you have like three thousand videos like for example on my birthday january 2nd you had three thousand new videos making nine million views and like just two days ago it was two thousand videos making seven million views so this thing is just flying like uh and it's the us in the us it's really like so that's just the the views from uh the last last week right from the 18th of January to the 25th so 2000 new videos in the US making 4 million views 2000 almost 2000 videos in Brazil making 11 million views almost 1007 in France making 4 million views in Germany Philippines Romania etc cetera, etc cetera, Kazakhstan and if you take it like to the last month you're making 300 million views with almost 100,000 videos. And if you take it to the last three months, now you have 1.6 billion views with 442,000 uh, TikToks that have been created. And 
when I look at, for example, countries like uh, Turkey, when there's 7,000 video or, or last time I was, I was seeing China somewhere, or maybe it was not that song. Let me go. Let me check the rest of my songs. Uh, so now in one year, we are total, I totalized a total of 2.1 billion views on TikTok and 815,000 creations of TikTok from my songs. And of course, top one to five are all the different versions of something going on. So I've been, I've been remixing them because, listen, all, they make money. So, um, but now you see on the uh, and I had one song like this one, for example, African Sound System. So there's 400, 400 videos that have been made, right? All of them between China, Indonesia, and Bangladesh. And when I go search on TikTok, I don't find this video. But I make a million, uh, 1.5 million views in China from two, 200 videos and 200 in Indonesia made 674,000 views. But when I go to TikTok, I don't find these videos. So that's very interesting to me. But uh, another thing that I find super interesting that is going on uh, right now with the content that I've been doing is that um, I have a lot of content now that is, uh, I have a lot of content that is being, um, how you call this? Sh short form, uh, one minute content where I take a, a clip from Club Shadow, I cut it into a one minute clip that I put on YouTube, I put on TikTok, I put on, uh, Instagram reels are very popular very very popular lots of comments people love when i talk about the music business when i tell truth when i talk about my career and stuff i've been really seeing a, a lot of engagement on that type of video that type of content so i'm gonna do more um more and more i'm uh, asking myself how much it would cost to have an assistant that would just look at the lives after they're done and just Cut them into, uh, cut them into uh, all these, uh, all these formats to promote the the channel. But I don't need it right now. It's just something I'm starting to think about. Like, I would love to have a, I would love to have a club shadow Instagram, for example, or a club shadow Twitter. But I wouldn't have time to. I. I I literally wouldn't have time to take care of it myself. You know, I have I have seven Instagrams and I only use two of them. And yeah, even that I'm I'm starting to delete some Facebook pages, delete some Instagram. I used to I still used to uh take care of a lot of Facebook pages for all the artists that that were or are or that I worked with in, in, in the last 20 years. I put everybody as administrator and I'm removing myself from administration of all the pages because, yo, you take care of yourself. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm, it's interesting the all the type of com content that, that I'm seeing really what people love. Of course, the, 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 the trend was very popular. Uh, and I'm still posting from time to time. I posted another two today, 
but uh, I'm starting to 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 really turn a lot of old Club Shadow episodes because I have 271 episodes when I say a lot of interesting things. So I'm looking through content and whenever I find like that one minute or five minute that I'm saying something interesting, I cut it into a one minute video and then I upload it. And this is great because now in the in the comments, a lot of people are saying, hey, I wanna, be, I wanna see this live or hey, I would love to be invited or where can I see the full video? Because the subject looks interesting, so that's something that I'm 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 really really happy about uh, in in my content strategy. Because I see a lot of singers of my generation trying to go perform forever. Uh, we are all pushing fifty, and you want to sing for kids that are sixteen. Good luck to everybody. I believe that there's a time for everything, and it's time to start. You know. Diversifying yourself, you know, start a spot, start a podcast, have a YouTube channel, talk about something, do your other passions. If you love cooking, do a cooking channel, uh, give advice to to people, consulting. There's so many things you can do in life, and it feels like some people like the only thing they they think they can do is that one thing that. I don't even think it's that. I believe that a lot of these people, they just want to stay famous. Like, it's not even, it's not even like that they have a plan, a grand plan. A lot of them, they just love the idea of being famous and they are depressed with the idea of people not loving them anymore, I guess. But to me, I mean, when you're famous, people don't really love you. They love your art, so... I mean, what do you think? Was Goody not Harry? Uh, Arcadi, oh, déjà, il va falloir changer de nom. Moi aussi, je suis artiste musicien, j'ai besoin d'un producteur. All right. Bonne chance. Arigil, what up? Was good, Arigil on Facebook. I'm doing great, and I hope you are doing good. Yannick Barboza, what up? How you doing? Urban Sweet Spot. Hello, welcome. I hope you're doing good. Uh, I heard that is what up? What up, Future Sound Beat? I heard it's cold. Like Lil Maro called me, was like, "Yo, it's cold." <laughs> it is cold. I was like, "Yo." I'm not going nowhere. I was talking to my brother-in-law uh, this afternoon. He's in Belgium right now, and he was telling me that he's so cold that he stays in bed. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's like, he's in bed watching YouTube and Netflix. I was like, okay, that type of cold. But MJ, MJ would laugh because MJ knows what the real cold is. What up, MJ? I, I hope you're doing good. Um, Bruno, what up? How you doing? What's good? Are you going to UK to that festival? Is it one of your uh, organization? I might go. Go in the public. Be in the middle of the crowd and enjoy. Enjoy the show. Like, hey. I mean, maybe more in the VIP. Drill camp. What up, sis? How you doing? Oh, good. 
5.45 in Canada, 7.45 in the US. You're watching live in the car while installing my son's new baby car seat. Yo, <laughs> you are you are multitasking. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it is. That's the way to do it. Sabrina, how are you? I hope you're doing good. 7.45 Emery in Montreal, Canada. 9 de Hiro, 1.46 p.m. Uh, a.m., sorry. Uh, 1.47 for the future sound beat in France. Um, what else? Was good math music. Definitely could hire a young college student and do like an internship. Yeah, that could be an idea. You know, the problem of people like me, because we never satisfy with the, the work of other people because my mind can do 10 things at the same time and I can edit, I can, I can do the graphics, I can do the music, I can prepare the lights, I can do everything by myself. And you tend to, to look at other people and when they can do that one thing that you ask them to do, you get pissed because you can do 10 things. So it's, it becomes hard at a point, especially if you, you've been a one-man operation for years and years and years. It becomes hard to remember that you can delegate. I'm going to give you an example. I can record a song in a full song with chorus, verses, writing everything. I can do that in 25 minutes. And it's just me, the mouse here, the keyboard, the, the and, and looking at the screen, the microphone here, this microphone, and I'm just like, da -da 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 -da. you see me do it live, right? When I go to the studio, sometimes I want to go to the studio to, to just leave the studio experience, be somewhere, you know, have some people come in and have this experience of not just being lonely in my studio, right? So invite some people over, some artists pass, pass by, we here, we do some collaboration, maybe we can write songs together, etc. So sometimes you want to leave that, that feeling, right? And sometimes I'm even going to say, okay, you know what? I don't want to record myself. Let me get an engineer. So I get an engineer and I, and I get, I just, so I can just be on the microphone and just record my parts. And I get frustrated after five minutes because everything I want the engineer to do, I don't want him to tell me, hey, let's do it again or do this. No, I know exactly what I need to do, where. I know exactly where I need him to record me. I know exactly what, where I want, what I want him to do on the screen. But because I'm just behind the microphone, I just have to explain to him, no, no, let's do this. Oh, let's go back. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, okay. Give me a, a, a thing there. Okay. I'm going to record a double. Yeah. I'm going to do the harmonies. Yeah. I'm going to do a second harmony. All that stuff. And you have to explain to them. And no, I'm now when I book a studio, I just uh, bring my headphones because I need to have that same sound everywhere. I... I get a microphone that is similar to the one I have and I ask them to 
plug my microphone in the table near me and I want to be exactly as if I was home. And I'd rather have people there and tell them to be silent and record like this. Or maybe people come and we, I do a pose, we talk, and then when they leave, I continue recording. And I, it, I just use the fact that I'm in the studio to to not be distracted by the, by the house. If not, oh, it's a nightmare. Like, that's how I, 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 I feel it. So I guess I'm too used to doing everything by myself. A lot of people didn't like this life. I'm just saying. They don't want to be regular. Yeah, I mean, I can I mean, I can understand the feeling, right? You go places. You don't. You don't queue in the clubs. Uh, you don't pay for drinks. Um, people recognize you in the streets. People, you know, they they're happy when they see you. They tell you they love you. You go in places. People are yelling, etc. And you don't want to go back to being anonymous, but if you think about it early enough, when you're in your 20s, you're like, okay, even if I get famous in my 20s, right? Uh, when I'm when I'm, uh, when I'm 50, so 30 years from now, right? That's what I was thinking when I was 20. I was like, okay, 30 years from now, the people in the club and the people who who like me will be 50 as well. So the people I will meet in the streets, I, I used to not be able to walk in the streets because of fame. But the people who will see me in the street in 30 years, if they are 50, they will be like, oh, hey, I love your music, da 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 da, da. Or like, you know, I still meet people, you know, in their cars. They're like, yeah, okay, big fan. You know, now they are entrepreneurs. They are uh, police. They are... Uh, they work at construction everywhere I go. I meet people who tell me, ah, hey, love the music, uh, you know, thanks for my teenage, etc., etc. But all the kids you're going to meet, they don't know you. They don't know you because you are not of their generation. If they are between 15 and 20, they don't know you. They're busy loving the people of their generation. So because I was saying the, all this to myself 20 years ago, well, I never, I never like hold, held on to the idea of the glory, the fame, etc. I'm more interested in, yeah, pushing my art, selling my art, making money from my art and being able to express myself. Everything else is a byproduct. And sadly, a lot of people, they, yeah, they get hooked up. They get hooked up to fame. And so, yeah. And they, like, sometimes you speak to them and you're like, why don't you, you know, I mean, not everybody as lucky as me that uh, uh, you guys, and thank you again, are continue to listen to my music, coming to my live shows, uh, uh, streaming. I'm, I, listen, I'm, I just got four rents yesterday from my YouTube channel, just YouTube. So I didn't even get my royalties. I already have four months of rent just paid by YouTube. So 
I'm blessed beyond measure. But a lot of other artists, maybe they didn't own a YouTube channel or maybe they don't even own their catalog. So they arrive to that point where they are. Uh, yeah. And they're scared because, you know, maybe they only have one show a month or sometimes they don't have a, a show and maybe they cannot pay their rent. And, and when I speak to them, sometimes I tell them, why don't you get a job, another job and do music as a hobby now? Because and a lot of them, they don't have diplomas. I study economics, I study graphism, I studied, I'm, I'm savvy in so many things that I could do a lot of other things. Uh, but a lot of them, maybe they, they don't know how to do other things, but a lot of them, they just ashamed of, of just going back to regular life and having a job or driving a bus or being security or, or a cook or anything. A lot of them, they, they're scared of the public because the public can be uh, violent with their reaction to, uh, to you going back to regular life. You're going to be like a security guard at, a, at, a, at, a, at a, where they get their groceries. Yeah, you're working. You're working to feed your family. But some people are going to be like, ah, you're a security guard. Oh, my God. Look at and so it makes people scared to go back to your regular life. I have a friend. He has a label. And uh, when the pandemic started and he, they stopped completely doing shows for, for two years, well, he went back to his construction work and he went back to working with his dad and, you know, building houses, uh, remodeling houses, because that was the only thing that was still continuing during the pandemic. So he, he and he was posting his, posting it on Instagram. He was like, yeah, let's go, let's do it. And he was sending me videos all the time of listening to my music with, with the, the construction workers and working hard because he's not ashamed to work hard to feed his, to feed his babies. And how are you going to be ashamed of how you look to strangers? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, a lot of people said, XBs, what you doing here? What you doing here? Who give you the, who are you? You have to come back to club shadow because I remember we did a behind the beat with you, but you have to come back. You have to come back to the show. What's up, Free? How you doing? Oh, listen. <laughs> um, the only way you can make me go to Canada to, to see that winter is only if there's money involved. Was good Malcolm Beats. Malcolm Beach, you have to take me with you in your next uh, festival when you play in Kizomba. Tell me which one is the best. Exactly. Don't forget to like the live. There's a lot of people who are watching and they didn't put a like. I don't know why people do this.
voix française va bien. Ok. Yes, I'm on fire tonight. I'm working now. And what you say is clearly my question. What I would like to delegate or not. No, my vision, but I have to share it now. It is. Okay, personally, I would. What I would delegate uh, if I want to make Club Shada a little bigger, have more more viewers, etc. Maybe I would delegate the promotion of the show. Uh, maybe if one day I have my uh, my own studio to do it, maybe I would have somebody set up everything, and maybe get a second camera. And have somebody handle the comments, the because uh, you know I have I check my comments myself, I see them here, etc. So maybe I would have somebody handle that for me. But there's something cool as well to do everything by yourself. So at a point, if if doing things by yourself makes everything come become a, a makes your work slow. Yeah, it's time to delegate. If you can work as fast as I work by yourself, releasing a track every week, doing two two live shows every week, uh, pushing out content in in all platforms, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, working from home, and still making uh, money. Yeah, you're gonna have to delegate only when it's important. I believe that uh, when I had a lot of artists signed to me. Yeah, I had somebody for distribution. I had somebody for uh, all the deals with the radios, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Had we we were it was a company. It was now that I, now that the only artist that I have in my label is myself, and I went back to just focusing on my career and my catalog. Yeah, being alone is not that crazy. Uh, Maybe something I would like to have uh, personally would be uh, maybe somebody who would do PR and also would find me guests. I would love somebody that would give me a calendar and tell me, okay, you're gonna you have eight shows every month. Uh, I'm gonna find you like three or four guests every month, so that I because I'm too busy to some listen. To my uh, so we we have a we have a guest Sunday. It's going to be an amazing uh, guest. Uh, it's somebody that I grew up with. And she's going to, we're going to have that conversation about uh, growing up, uh, growing up in Congo back in the days, back in the Zaire days. Uh, and she's she's been my friend for, for 40 years. So, yeah, we hear, oh, when I'm going to your show, and whenever you want, give me the date, bam, 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 bam. It's done. But, I would like to go further and have conversation with other people, like even guys like like you guys that are here, like Julie. You're doing some interesting things. Uh, how do how do we? Uh, yeah, we could have a conversation about about that. We, uh, I would love to have a conversation with 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 uh, other people. I mean, MJ has already been a guest. Malcolm has already been a guest, but he can come back. Like. 
I believe that uh, it's important to also, yeah, live, um, have really guests so we can talk about uh, different subjects. So those are things that I, I might, yeah, have somebody, uh, somebody to 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 do it for me. Uh, hey, Shushuzao, I hope you're doing good. Uh, I've been trying to have my my the people who used to do my bookings uh, think about, hey, why don't you work on finding me the sponsors and booking me some guests? But I I believe that those people don't really take this seriously. They believe it's like, oh, you know, Keisha is because he's making uh, enough money that he doesn't need shows. So now he's doing his podcast for fun. They don't realize like some podcasts generate millions of dollars every year. Uh, that's where I want to go with this show. And at a point, yeah, I, it, I would more delegate promotion, promotion, PR, people that are making the show more visible. So maybe that's what I'm going to do this year. We'll see. It's all about control or it's about vision. I'm trying to figure myself about. Um, it's all about the vision. Uh, then the control, it just depends. If you are like me and you're a control freak, I guess uh, your control is in service of your vision. But it always it's always about the vision. After that, uh, the rule of uh, the rule to, to to be able to delegate is you have to understand that uh, don't try to find people who are like you. Try to find one person that does one job well. Somebody who will make your TikTok videos from your content, and that's it. And either that person has the access and the post for you, or you have somebody that is just sending you the videos and you post them yourself at the hour they tell you like it depends like if you can you can hire a team and they have a contract etc or you can uh it's there's a lot of ways to do it but i think the secret secret is to not try to to believe that because you would do uh something in five minutes the people you hire have to do it in five minutes too let them do it in 15 minutes if they do it good and if you know you can do 20 things in five minutes, like me, hire somebody and just let them do that one thing. That's enough. And then you go from there. But it's about the vision. Julie arrived and the chat goes crazy. Interesting. Yeah. Damn, for real, bro. I'm not ashamed at all when it comes to bring food on my table. I, I mean, I believe the problem with that is that some people, once they've been famous, I don't know, there's a lot of people, maybe they just scared to be unfamous because yeah it's it's like a 
you have that dopamine you have these every time people recognize you every time people you know you come to the stage and people are yelling your name like there's something about it that there's something about it that you can't understand if you until you've been in that position where you somewhere and you have 10,000 people yelling your name before the show when the show begins like people are just crazy like crazy 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 like it, it takes you to a state of bliss that some people get addicted to that and i mean i've i've i think that the maximum i sang for was a hundred thousand people a hundred thousand people is like a sea of people and when you are singing and you hear a hundred thousand people that are singing your song this creates something that you might get hooked to so once you hook to that yeah, the day you do a show in, in a small club with 50 people and and you go from getting paid, I don't know, let's say 3,000 for a show to people telling the, telling you I can only give you four or 500. It can be depressing because you've put your blood, sweat and tear on something hoping that it would change your life and it does change your life. But then you hope it will feed you forever. And depending on the choices you make, yeah, one day you might wake up and realize that it's not feeding you. I was having this conversation with a friend. He's a DJ. And he was telling me the market is a nightmare. Uh, it's hard to get jobs. And I was telling him, well... It's easy to be a DJ now. And of course, he got pissed. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, not everybody uses using all the tractors and things. We have some real DJs still use vinyl, blah, 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 blah. And that's it, bro. Nobody cares that you are this amazing DJ that can do magic and create that energy. Most, most clubs, they just want somebody to play the music. So, yeah, anybody with a auto sync that can find the right tunes to play. And most of these tunes are Afro House. So it's not like it's hard to mix and do one or two effects and put the right song at the right time. So people yell. Nowadays, you don't need the technique. You just need to have, yeah, a little bit of bagu. And that's it. And it doesn't mean that you who learn DJing from this and that is it, it, it doesn't make you valid. It just makes technology just made the number of your competition multiply by 10,000. So the offer is so big and is bigger than the demand. So the price drops. That's the first thing you learn at economy class is the theory of offer and demand it's the same for singing back in the days to be a singer or to be a beat maker you to be a beat maker you needed to buy so much equipment to, to be able to make beats and then you had to be able to sample get the vinyls etc etc so it cost money so only the people who had the machines could make beats so this eliminated a lot of people who had talent but could not 
prove that they had talent. So they were not getting paid. So we were getting paid. Now, anybody with a phone or any a cheap computer, a 300 euro laptop can go to Splice, download some samples and cook a beat with anything, any program. And so there's millions of beat makers. So you will only sell beats for $50. Timbaland was saying that. He was saying that we used to sell beats for, he used to sell beats for 500,000, half a million for a beat. And now there's too many beat makers. And anybody can recreate your style. Anybody can, you know, so. And it's the same for DJs. Any Anybody can be a DJ, I'm sorry. It's the same for singing. I'm proof that anybody can be a singer. Auto-tune, boom, boom, boom. There you go. As long as you have a nice melody. So a lot of people who were too ashamed to sing because they were not sure of how, how tight their singing was, they get... They, they can use some tools that will help their singing get right. And because it's been a whole generation of people who have been used to hearing singers with auto-tune, there's no shame anymore. So now there's millions of singers everywhere, millions of beat makers everywhere, millions of rappers. Uh, and yeah, theory of offer and demand. First thing I learned in economy, I arrived there, They would like, write this down. La théorie de l'offre et de la demande. Let's go. And once you understand that, you don't take all this with uh, with emotion. You take it like an economist. That's how the way I take it. So a lot of people, they cannot do this because they are just, yeah, you know, they, They taste it. They taste it. it doesn't, it's something you taste. You know, when you, you travel for free, you get offer food for free, you go to a restaurant, etc., and you get love. It is hard to go back to the dark for some people. It is. For real, for real. Me, I, I never cared about that, so it's different. But you can imagine how some people feel. What's going on, MJ? Did you send me a message by mistake? Uh, coming here in Canada on winter, not a great idea, but in the summer, yep, to agree. Oh. Artists nowadays must learn how to be a hustler for real. I don't think it's nowadays. I think it's it's always been this way. I believe that you always had to, to learn to hustle. It's just that today, There's a lot of people. But back in the days, you had to work as well because the doors were not open. Now the doors are open, but there's too much people. <laughs> so you just have to find the right strategy. Uh, where are we? I like when the chat is rolling. I prefer not to be popular and do my, my thing quietly. My father was in politics. I know what it's like to be popular. Well, listen, 
my father is still in politics right now he's in bandaka getting enrolled for uh the next uh elections he's 78 and this and this is his life so so i know what it is and i still i mean i was not trying to be popular i just wanted to sing that's i knew that was my, my vocation but uh yeah i'm popular myself now and you just have to know how to handle. The problem is not being popular or not. It's how you handle it. Most people, they don't know how to handle. That's the problem. It is what it is. You can be, you can learn, you can be, you, you be able to, able to earn millions and help millions of people with the club shut up because you talk about real things here. We are all over the world. New season is coming. Hey. Well, we're going to work on that. This year, I'm just going to start promoting the show to have maybe more people. Because, yeah, that's true. Sometimes God calls us in a desert to find power and peace inside of us by him. It's maybe the time to them to ask themselves, what is my purpose? You know what is the problem with that? The problem is... A lot of people ask themselves that question 20 years ago. What is my purpose, right? And 20 years ago, they had the answer. They did a song. The song became a hit. And they were like, they were on stage. Everything was amazing. And they said to themselves, that is my purpose. Let's say we were in 1995, 1997. You're the king of Zuko, you're the king of Kizomba or rap, or whatever. And you're like, this is my purpose. I was built for this. So now you spend your whole life saying to yourself, yeah, that's my purpose. But when God brings you to the desert again, you don't ask yourself the question again. Did my, pur did my purpose change? Is this mission over and there's another mission? Is my mission com 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 my mission comprised of just one mission? Is my overall life mission is just this mission? Or do I have four or five missions or more? And a lot of people that's where they get lost. When they get in the desert again, they're like, why? Why am I here? You're here because you're done here. And now you have to go there. And they're like, no, no, I like it here. This is, this is my mission. That's my purpose. That's what I found out 25 years ago. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe it's time to do something else. I've, I have some some artists that I follow that I've been following for years. I've seen their YouTube channel turn from uh, and I see that they're they're their their path is similar to mine when it comes to content. They used to be rappers or singers, then they started vlogging a lot, posting a lot of videos about, and then they started branching out into something else. And now they all have podcasts. And that's what I said to myself. Okay, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I have a YouTube channel. 
that used to generate two two thousand euros a month like two years ago before i started this show now we are generating four thousand my music as well is still making more and more and more but i'm like okay maybe i can turn this into the next thing because i remember the first shows or when i was live on instagram during the pandemic everybody was like oh you're not gonna sing you're just gonna talk a lot of people that's what they they were thinking because a lot of the other artists that's what they were doing they were all there with their guitars singing me i was like no i want to know is is everybody all right i want to know who's feeling lonely etc etc and that's how this whole thing started then i found the program ecamm then i i turned into i created club shutter and here we are i'm able to understand when my purpose changes people want to be people don't understand that sometimes in life you have to be flexible your best friend can just become your friend and just and can just become an acquaintance and then can just become somebody you talk to every free month because he was your best friend 20 years ago doesn't mean that he's forever because you both change during life and then you have a new best friend you have a new person that you call every day you have a new person that you trust more it doesn't mean that you're a bad friend it just means that some things are made to to be limited in time some of the things are forever and some of your purposes might be limited in time in other news another another big artist it's been an hour already you know i'm only do an hour and a half now so i'm going to talk to you about uh interesting things but before that i want to talk to you about um listen i'm Uh, exactly there's another news that i wanted to talk about quickly before uh before i another one there's another person right uh that is in the news right now and it's uh justin bieber why because Justin Bieber sold his old music back catalog. So the, the, catalog, the back catalog is all the tracks you did before. And uh, like a lot of artists, they all selling to the same company. And uh, Justin Bieber sold, uh, yeah, his whole catalog with uh, the same company that we talked about the other time called uh, Hypnosis. So the deal include the publishing rights to a back catalog that spans over 290 titles, including Sorry and, and his version of Despacito. The singer agreement with UK's based Hypnosis Songs Capital, a venture between finest giants Blackstone and Hypnosis Songs Management include all of Bieber's music released before December 30th, 2021. 
and uh yeah listen 200 million and uh you know Bruce, Bruce Springsteen did the same thing Bob Dylan um uh, a lot of them I think Dr Dre as well uh and you know I believe that when I see the comment of a lot of people when it comes to that conversation, that's where I continue to not understand people. Because a lot of people, what up, Luis? A lot of people will, a lot of people believe that when you do all this content, right? Uh, a lot of people have emotional reactions to 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 Justin Bieber uh, and other artists selling their music catalog. Oh, it's your music. Oh, yeah, it continues to be your music. It continues to be your song. You continue to be able to sing them. You just sell the rights to either your publishing, which is the revenue that is generated from radio plays, TV plays, etc that is paid by the collecting society or you can also sell your 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 masters if you own them uh etc but a lot of people fail to realize that the revenue from music is not something that is stable so i hear people yeah uh, but you're supposed to pass this to your kids and uh, yeah you can pass 200 million to your kids too People don't understand that it's not about the emotional decision of you have to own your music because a song that is a song that is a hit, right? Let's say you do, yeah, you have this song like Crazy in Love from Beyonce, for example. You release that song back in the days. 20 years ago, you release the song, bah, 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 it becomes a huge worldwide hit. Okay. 10, 15 years later, that song continues to be a famous song, etc. But it's not generating the same amount of money as it was generating 10, 15 years ago. Just because the song is becoming old, it's a classic, so it doesn't play like 20 times a day in every radio like it used to it only plays in some radio station so the revenue from the copy the the the, the publishing goes from let's say making a i don't know 100,000 uh, every month to maybe 10,000 10,000 every month so you can still eat from your music but it's not like before it's just like shows when one love got just released when uh when i had like one love something going on raquel fiona motema 88 bpm on dit quoi jusqu'à fatiguer bien plus fort que mes mots uh si tu veux de moi etc etc when i had all these songs that were fresh that just came out i was making in portugal I was making five shows every month in Portugal. I was making in France five shows, 
sometimes 10 shows every month. I was making shows in Switzerland. I was making shows in, in, in Belgium. I was making shows in Africa. I was making shows every month. I was making so many shows and I was making so much money from my songs because I was the singer. And I was playing on all the radios. So I was making a lot of money from the SASEM, which is the publishing rights. I was making a ton of money from that. Every three months, I was getting around 30,000 euros just from my song playing on, on, on radios. And, and I was making a, a ton of money from CD sales because I also owned the masters. But that was 20 years ago. Since then, they have been the streaming. They have been, uh, uh, people don't buy CDs anymore. Uh, people don't call you to do shows because a lot of the clubs are dead because of the pandemic. And a lot of the clubs, they rather call young guys to perform. Like there's 1,000 reasons for why your, your, your music catalog that is your, yeah, your creation might not generate the same amount of money that it used to generate today that when you were on your prime. I'm 49. I've been performing well, since I was 18. I made a lot of money performing. But today, I do one or two shows every year because, yeah, people don't call me to do shows. And I'm cool because I make more money today from YouTube, from TikTok, from Spotify, etc. So I'm good. But... I don't do sh I don't do shows like back in the days and the copyright money I get is has been divided by by 10 because of streaming. You you make more money, less money from streams with your publishing and you and I play on radio less because the kids are playing on radio. So I know more or less how much money my catalog generates. I know every year how much money I make. I know. And Justin Bieber or Beyonce, Jay-Z, uh, all these artists, Dr. Dre, they know. You guys imagine that those people are rich forever, whatever. Listen, even if you had 10 million 20 years ago, maybe you bought your mom a house Maybe your mom is not with your dad anymore. So maybe you bought your dad a house. Maybe both of these houses already cost you $3 million. You bought yourself a, a house. Boom. Are you divorced? Your wife took half of the money. Boom. So maybe you had $6 million, Now you only have three. But let's say your catalog was generating. Let's say you Dr. Dre, for example, or you Justin Bieber. And every year you make $1 million. Let's say. I don't know. Let's let's be conservative. Let's say he's generating one million every year. How much time to make two hundred million? Let okay, it's Justin Bieber. Let's say he makes five million every year. How much time to generate two hundred million? 
go divide it. If you make 5 million every year to make 200 million, you need 40 years. Even if you make 10 million every year. Imagine, let's say he does a lot of shows. Let's, I don't know how much is his cachet for shows. Maybe it's 100,000, 200,000, 300,000. I don't know. Let's say, let's say he makes a lot of shows and for every and and uh he gets publishing money he plays on radio he's, he's 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 on he's big let's say that he makes uh 10 million every year okay he's what he's he's in his 30s so if it's 10 million every year to make a to make a hundred million he need 10 years to make 200 millions he need 20 years even with 10 million a year right he's in, he's 30 now he has no idea if he's gonna be be making the same amount of money in 20 years he doesn't know he doesn't know if people will call him for the, to do shows he doesn't know if or he's gonna be like me at home and do, doing youtube while everybody's doing shows right and maybe he's gonna be like me comfortable hey listen make my money i'm good etc but maybe instead of making 10 million every year in 10 years when he's when he's 38 pushing to 40 maybe in 10 years instead of making 10 million every year maybe he's going to do only a few shows and maybe there's going to be some new kids that people love and instead of making 10 million every year maybe he will make 500,000 from his catalog and he's going to be like yeah i own my songs yeah, but they only generate 500,000 now. Now, if somebody tells you, here is, here is 200 million. Listen, you take your 200 million, you put them in special types of banks and you block them for 10 years at 5% and you will make 10 million every year, guaranteed. And you will not have to go to shows. You will not have to, to be there. You will be, yeah, you will concentrate on your wife, having kids, seeing your kids grow. Trust me, a lot of people are here. Oh, Keisha, you have to go back to uh, traveling everywhere, performing everywhere, having all these girls go crazy. No. When I was young, I was obsessed with building the empire, doing all these things. But I had to sacrifice seeing my son grow. My son grew up, I was in a plane somewhere. I didn't see him walk for the first time. I only received a video. I didn't see him talk for the first time. I didn't see uh, none of his, his formative years. I was there and then I was not there. I would be here for two days, then I would be. And it was heartbreaking, but I had to make a choice. And today I can offer him a life and offer his his sister a life because of the sacrifices that I decide to do. Today, if you tell me, you give me the choice at so I was I was 20, I was in my 20s back then. Today I'm in my late 40s. If you give me the choice between going back to perform all the time and go crazy and yeah, listen, same money, I don't even need more money. Let's see. Listen. 
you can do a lot of shows, etc. But I'm not going to be able to see my daughter grow. I'm not going to be able to be in her life the way I am in her life now, taking her to school in the morning, going back to take her from, from school, seeing, seeing her, being there, having her, having the presence. Today, I'm not interested. So if somebody comes to me, listen, let's say uh, my catalog generates 100,000 every year. Let's say, to simplify, let's say in, in my small Zook world, my catalog generates 100,000 every, every, every year. That's, uh, that's around eight, eight to 9,000 euros every month that is generated from YouTube views, streams, etc. Let's say that this is the number for a small independent artist like me, which is a great number. Like you live very well with that amount of money, right? So let's say I make a hundred every a hundred K every year. Uh, so, so expenses, this, 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 let's say I spend every month 5,000 wife, kids, food, school, etc. Let's say I spend 5,000 every month and I put on the side 5,000, uh, let's say to buy a house. If I want to buy a house and I, if I save 50,000 every, um, every year, if I want to buy a house for uh, 500K in Portugal, first of all, I'm going to need to find a house at that price, but I'm going to need 10, 10 years. So I will be 59 when I can buy a house, right? Uh, and let's say that somebody comes and say, hey, I'm buying your catalog for 5 million. What do you want? I want everything. I'm buying uh, all the songs. I'm buying the YouTube channel. You can take your club shada, all the episodes, push them into a new channel and this can be your new thing but everything else the music videos the 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 publishing catalog this that whatever and you will receive royalties from us playing because we want to buy everything like for five million if i make at at one year from 50 years old right if i make 100k per year to get 5 million i would need 50 years so i would need to be 99 years old to make 5 million if i take 5 million now right and i make a simple I go to a bank and I tell them, hey, I want you to take my 5 million, right? You take my 5 million and you block them for 10 years, guaranteed, et cetera, et cetera. So, and for that, in exchange, I want you to pay me from my 5,000. You will give me my 5, 000, 5 million back in 10 years, right? But in the meantime, you... Okay, now let's say I spend 1 million on the house. Let's say I get me an amazing apartment. So I take 4 million 
after spending my my one million on a house. I take four million, I block them for 10 years at 5% revenue per year. So, or you can, or you can uh, invest in stock and you can invest in bonds. You can invest in, there's so many different places where you can invest your 4 million. You can even put 1 million here, 1 million here. If you don't, you want to not be risky, right? With 4 million, so 5% of 4 million is, it's 4 million divided by 100 uh, multiply by five that's two hundred thousand so two hundred thousand divided by 12 months i would now make sixteen thousand every month compared to making nine thousand so meaning that if i sell everything today for five million with four million i will generate two hundred thousand every year which is double what I'm generating now, working hard, doing a lot of singles, da, 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 da. If I sell everything for 5 million, I buy a house, and now I concentrate on doing my club shutter, and I'm getting paid 16,000 every month instead of 10,000. So now imagine your name is Justin Bieber. You already bought a house. You already have uh, your wife. You already have a lot of money in the bank. You're good. And I give you 200 million, right? I take the 200 million I invest in a little bit in stock, a little bit of bonds, a little bit of the, the, a little investment bank, hedge funds. And I make from that money, I make my money work and I make 5% every month. So 200 million divided by 100 multiply by 5 equals 10 million every year so 10 million every year means that every month you will make 833,000 every month without working no shows listen see your kids grow enjoy life travel if you spend, if you can spend this money for one month, in, a, in another month, the same money comes back again and you can pass this to your kids and you don't have to worry about your music making money, generating less money or more or whatever. It's not your problem anymore and you don't have to do shows, but you can still do shows. You can still do your thing, but you don't have, you just did a business transaction. And it's not an emotional thing. Oh, it's my music. I have to listen. It continues to be your music. Listen, Sumia's music, Elysio's music, Abege's music, uh, Tia's first album, all this music belongs to me. I'm the owner of the master. I own the publishing as well. It's still their songs. They still do shows. They Yeah, they wrote those songs, but I own them. So, a lot of artists that you see, they don't own their songs. They are signed to labels. The labels own the songs. So it's just a business transaction. Stop looking at those things in an emotional way. Look at it as, yeah, listen, you created content. This content is worth money. And it's worth based on how much money you generate every 
year. If somebody can give you more money that you can generate in 20 years, listen, if, if, if you make, if you have a YouTube channel and you are generating 1000 every month and so you make 12,000 every year and I come to you and I tell you, Hey, I'm buying your channel for 300,000. You have to count how much, how many years you're going to need to generate that money. And maybe, yes, if somebody comes to me today and say, hey, I want to buy your whole catalog for 300000 I will tell them, I mean, I can make that money in three years. And listen, last year, I made double that money. So... A little NFT sales, a song like something going on. All of a sudden, there's a spike in revenue. Well, listen, if I sell you my whole catalog for 300000 and I make 100000 every month, of every year, sorry, it means that in three years, how do I make money? So it makes no sense because I know I can make this money in three years. Now, if you, if you offer me a million, I'm going to be like, well, in 10 years, I will have to ask myself what I'm going to do if I don't make revenue. But you have 10 years to figure it out. Now, if you tell me 5 million, I need 50 years to make that money. Oh, yeah, take it. You want all my publishing? You want my master's? You, yeah, yeah. Take everything make your money with the rest of your your huge catalog that you're building i'm gonna take a million i'm gonna buy myself a house i'm gonna take four million i'm gonna generate two hundred thousand every year from my four million i'm good and every time i make 16 million i'm just gonna only i'm yeah i'm gonna i don't have a rent because i just bought a house so I'm gonna I'm gonna spend I don't know six thousand every every month. That's more than enough. And with the rest of the ten thousand, I'm gonna invest in crypto, in this and that. Or maybe I'm just gonna put them back with the rest, so that in ten years, if I have generated on top of my four million that I blocked, if I have generated two million, I take my two million. And I put them back with the 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 four, the four million. So now I have six million. I block them again for ten years. And now instead of making two hundred thousand a year, I make three hundred thousand a year. Simple business. A lot of people they're gonna be emotional. They're gonna be. I'm gonna be like, listen. That's why people stay poor because they're emotional. Because they say, "Wow," <laughs> joking with you. <laughs> People talk about 200 million, but people don't handle 200 million in the hands of in a lifetime. Exactly. That's a lot of money. Exactly, Julie. It's a question of market value. Yes, exactly. You have to think of your market value all the time. 100 million. No, I don't need 100 million. Bro, 5 million. I sell my catalog. With five million, I will make more money every month than I made than I make now. 
and I will buy a house so I don't have to pay a rent, etc. No, bro, five million, buy my house. I buy myself a house in Thailand. I'm out. Take all my family. We go to Thailand. Bye. Peace, people. My first three albums I bought were Dangerously in Love, Black Album, and It's So Love. Wow. Amazing. I'm, I am, uh, I'm obliged. It's been an hour and a half already. I have to go to the main subject, but yeah, I think it was important. Uh, no pity in business. Now listen, business is just about being smart. Hey, Dalia, what up? Welcome. Just, just here on time. 200 million is definitely life-changing money, even for someone as accomplished as Justin Bieber. Many of these stars are also business people needing capital. I look at 50 Cent making TV shows, etc. Yeah, listen. You make, you can make. It's, it's a question of counting. If you count, you're going to count the years. You're going to be like, okay, how much, how much money do I make now? And how much money, how much time will I need to make the money you're offering me? So if I can make 200 million in five years, it would be stupid to sell because in five years, you will have made 200 million and in 10 years, you will have made 400. But that means that you are generating 20 million every year or 40 million every year. 10 million every year, whatever, uh, 40. But if you think about it, he doesn't make that much money. Like he makes a lot of money, but probably a million, two million, three million every year. If you think about it in terms of longevity, yeah, listen, that's why people sell their businesses. The guys of Instagram and the guys of WhatsApp, the guys of WhatsApp were saying, I remember John Kuman, he was like, I remember when WhatsApp just started. He was like, La, we will never sell. We will never sell and we will not sell to Facebook because this, because that, because privacy, because blah, 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 blah. Mark Zuckerberg arrived with 19 billions. The convictions started shaking. Because you are thinking of how much money is 19 billions. And they sold to Facebook. The guys from Instagram were saying, oh, no, we're going to stay independent because this and that, da, 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 da. But they were not making money because there are no ads, et cetera, et cetera. They, they, they had to pay the servers. And like they were, they were like looking for capital to, to stay afloat. Two guys were there, Kevin and uh, forgot the name of the other one. I've, I've been following the app for since the beginning. Bro came with one billion. One billion is one thousand millions. One of them is skiing everywhere. The other one is in an island somewhere. And when you interview them, so what's next? What are you gonna do? Entrepreneurs are like. Because at a point, there's a price. There's a price where you will sell your company, uh, whatever company it is. So, you know, YouTube, 
in 2005 or six. Yeah. The two guys who created YouTube, they had their visions, etc. But then Google arrived with a check. Here's 400 million. Oh, they sold. And now it's worth billions. Just like Instagram is worth billions. What's like? And maybe one day somebody will come to Zuckerberg and say, I want to buy Instagram for 30 billions. Just like Musk bought Twitter for 40 billions. It's a numbers game. There's a number where it makes sense to sell. So it has to make sense. It, 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 oh, it's my songs. Uh, yeah, and no, it's a catalog of songs. It's a, it's a catalog of evergreen content. Songs. YouTube videos, podcasts, this and that, instrumental, songs I did for Trace TV, songs I did for uh, Radio Guyane, etc. All that stuff. Yeah, it generates X every year. So if you want to give me uh, the money that I would need 20 years to generate that money, of course I'm taking it. I have 20 years to figure it out buy a house and then you have millions in your bank account yeah if you're not stupid you're gonna do something else and now you have enough money to invest in assistance this that turn club shutter into something that generates hundreds of thousands every month because now you have the you can have a, an office you can have a studio you can invest in club shutter every day and Keisha on Wednesday and decent. Have people that work for you. You turn your new YouTube channel into a channel that is live all day. And you have like every hour there's a new show and you turn it into and now you, you make documentaries, you make movies, you make series and you have this channel that just becomes Shada TV. Now you can think about new dreams because you have the capital to invest in it. If not, yeah, you just hear YouTube talking where people are taking checks of 200 fucking millions. Damn. It's all in the mind, all that stuff. It's all in the mind. All right. Before I go, I want to talk to you about... Uh, I love this show because I always say to myself, okay, I'm going to talk. I'm going to do the intro for 20 minutes. Then I'm going to talk about the main subjects. And then after uh, after 20 minutes, after one hour and 30, I realized that I never stop, stop, start talking about the subject. I want to talk to you about mukbang or mukbang. I don't know. I don't even know how you say it. It's a, it's a Korean word. And uh, why do I want to talk about mukbang? Uh, is uh, is because I want to talk about what the internet does to a lot of things. The internet takes something that is interesting that can become popular, and then makes it cringe. It makes people just abuse because the more crazy you get on the internet, the more money you get, the more incentive, the more likes and views you get. 
and me i remember discovering mukbang actually watching korean youtubers um the mukbang is the fact of uh if it's the it's people watching other people eating that is what mukbang is and usually eating a lot of food but it didn't start by being a lot of foods in korea there's a lot of people who live alone and uh, it was a way for people to watch some people live eating soup and ramen uh, and in a way have the idea that you're eating with somebody else so they would come at dinner time and they would eat their soup they would eat normally and people would watch but then it become it became popular and popular and one day it arrived in america and when things arrive in america you know what happens people just go crazy so uh, first i want to read to you this article before i give you more opinions what is mukbang and why is it so popular so uh a mukbang is a live stream video where viewers watch the host eat. Mukbang is characterized by the copious amount of food consumed during the streaming. Think banquet-sized portion where the viewers sit and watch one person eating contests unfold. That's not how it started for me. Uh, the first person that I started watching 12, 13 years ago was a, a YouTuber named bending and he was not abusing he was he was eating good quantities but not the abuse that the americans are doing now so what does mukbang needs mukbang comes from the korean word meokbang which combines the korean words for eating meongun and broadcast which is bang song in simple English terms, you could define the word as an eat cast. Foodie welcoming its newfound popularity on the international stage. Uh, it's the new world of 2020. And now you have the new thing. Everything is ASMR, so it's like... Uh, autonomous sensory meridian response, which taps into the trend of streamers recording noises and sound that make us feel something as we watch. So if I was doing a, a drinking ASMR, it would be like... That's ASMR, like making noises. Apparently it's popular. And... Um, what to me is interesting with uh mukbang is that hey when uh when i started uh watching some people eat i was like oh that's interesting i, I got a somebody sent me something on youtube one day and I was, no, it's not YouTube, just the YouTube notification sent me a video from Ben Dean. And I realized that after watching one video, I watched a second one, then a third one. And I was like, oh, I started watching him. Like there's something interesting about, for some reason, I don't know why, 
there's some there's some something satisfying with watching somebody eating and i remember that um so this is the first guy i watch his name is bandeen uh there he is and uh yeah so you see he i mean it's a lot of food but it's not abuse and the guy all these years he stayed like this he's he's i don't maybe he eats a lot for the mukbang but then he, he goes on diets i don't know exactly but yeah that's a little a lot but that was the first guy personally that i watched so um after that uh the trained became uh more like this more food and then it became something popular in america and then the people who are all these people that i'm showing you they're getting millions of views and they're making a ton of money by eating a lot of food and the problem to me is not that these people are eating all these enormous quantity of food it's just that i mean isn't it dangerous at a point of course when <laughs> then then the african-americans start doing it and they started abusing look <laughs> like those guys the food is well presented you know even if it's a lot of food it is well presented and stuff uh things that is beautiful and like you know like the the asians like they are doing it like it's it is beautiful to watch then our brothers and sister arrive and look it becomes and then yeah then you had all these people now they eat they eat they eat and the one i want to talk to you about is actually one person that uh made so much money from he made so much money from the mukbang thing right that he went from looking like this right so his name is nick nikocado avocado I, I i i didn't know about him uh, but i was looking at this documentary and i was like wait a minute this person so he was looking like this he started eating and now he's he's having his this channel that has 7 million subscribers watching him eat but slowly during the year he turned he went from this to this to this to this to this, to this. and I believe that 
there's a conversation to be had about the whole the whole so it started with 66 kilos right yeah, listen I, I i don't understand apparently people love it listen i was watching one video actually and i was like <laughs> i kept watching so it you see people eating and you see them being satisfied. Like when I watch Ben Dean, I actually, I like watching him. I mean, I wouldn't watch this all day, but yeah, sometimes I watch two, three videos of him trying stuff. It's kind of cool. I also like some videos of people walking around in cities. There's other videos that are interesting to watch. But then as always, the Americans will always turn everything into something extreme. And then look at what happens. So I want to talk to you about, to me, there's a lot of the, the pathologies of the internet here. There's the body positive move, movement that tells people that it's okay to be what you want and being healthy is, is like a, an invention from the scientists and you you don't have to be uh whatever just be yourself accept yourself how you are and now you have all these people on tiktok and everywhere and all these people who are trying to also make money because this guy apparently is a multi-millionaire from all the food he eats but at the same time what's the point of having this three million penthouse in Las Vegas and, and having all this money, if you are at risk of, of having a heart attack. And for what? For the clicks? For all these people who are telling you, yeah, yeah. If you look at the comments, a lot of people, they're there like saying, yeah, yeah, go. And, so let me read this article. The YouTuber who gained 100 kilos in front of the camera. Nicholas Perry, all known online as Nicado Avocado, has been eating unthinkable amount of food on camera for years. A practice that has made him rich, famous and sick. An audience of millions can't stop watching. There are about 5.6 million people living alone in South Korea, according to data from uh, Statistic Korea, the national blah, 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 blah. In 2010, something happened spontaneously on South Korean streaming platform Africa TV. Hundreds of young people began to sit in front of their computers and narrate their daily lives on camera while, while eating. Almost always colorful dishes with, of carbo, carbohydrates and more and more of it. The spontaneous phenomenon was called mukbang, a term that combined food and whatever. We, we know that. All right. Then the trend soon caught in other countries around the world. Watching someone consume thousands of calories in one sitting can be both fascinating and re repulsive. However... 
Sergio uh, Barreda, CEO of the Madrid Influencer Industry Keeper Experience, points out challenge have always worked, both on televisions and on YouTube. The success lies in the interest that is aroused in seeing strangers overcome a challenge, leave their comfort zone, and along the way suffer a little. In addition, this type of video have a humorous and entertaining connotation and gets the viewer hooked. In this, the American YouTuber Nicolas Perry, known online as Nicado Avocado, has no competition, but there has been nothing funny about its evolution for a long time. So the guy used to be a vegan, born in Ukraine in 92. He didn't, he didn't have a happy childhood, etc., um, etc. Et and um, so he was a freelance violinist and then he was a vegan and then he just started, uh, you know, doing all this drama and eating and eating and eating. And the problem is that uh, now the guy is, he went from 166 kilos to 166 kilos. And that is dangerous because now we're talking about somebody who went from looking like, let me show you again. He went from looking like this to looking like this and to having to wear this so he can breathe. He has to wear a machine so he can breathe. And for him, it's everything for the clicks. And I don't know what is more dangerous than that. When you don't know how to stop because you don't want to deceive the fans and you just want to continue eating and eating and eating because you are making money and everybody is watching you and you are famous now but yo like is it me or that is super dangerous. And we are in this world where you don't have the right to tell people now about how they look, about their sexuality. Like you can say nothing anymore. So only when those people get at the hospital or get to the point of no return that the people who are watching are satisfied. And this reminds me of a show called uh, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell is a, is a manga that takes place in the future in 2000 and, or 3048, when, when uh, everybody has the internet in their heads, everybody is already like... Uh, uh, connected to the internet and there's also another series what was the name of this series almost human where 
he was a guy who was an android who, who becomes a cop with a guy who's a human who hates androids and um there was one episode where somebody was hacking people so because everybody has the internet in their in their head and connected to their brains and everybody has cyber brains the the hacker would hack people and then he would do something that like would make them die unless they do something and everything that the the, the person who was hacked the his vision the the thing he would see from his eye was brought broadcasted live on tv not on tv on on the on the internet and he had to do something before a certain time or if not it would be dead and most of the time those people became victim and they end up dead and uh i don't remember how the episode finished but on the number of viewers was crazy and so the the police was looking for the the hackers but the number of views were like hundreds of millions of people and comments and people going crazy yeah and when the person dies everybody's happy and when i was watching that series like 10 years ago i was like this is where we're going this is where we're going ai everywhere internet in the brain these people eating to 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 until death i was like this is where we're going and this is where we are with people who are just eating 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 like crazy like uh, listen i you guys go to youtube you guys go to youtube and you you look for mukbang and you look at everything that is there like all these people are eating and eating and eating and eating and eating he's the guy three million views 25 million views pork mook bank frozen strawberry like oh my what is this what is this like squid and so she cooks and then she's there she's eating oh my god 16 million views almost a million subscribers so people are watching people are loving it you look at the comments they hear she's eating what they're eating i love how satisfying her videos are and she's not gross i love her looks etc etc people love it i mean listen sometimes i watch it it's i mean it's it's a content it's content the problem is some people did just take it to the extreme some people some people make it uh some people make it 
some people just abuse and some others yeah they eat okay but listen what sis And people love it. So, if there's a public for that, yeah, people will go and make their money, create content because people are here to watch the content. To me, is where people go too far. And there's already, uh, there was this woman who, there was this woman who, um, she was already uh, obese and uh, dangerously, apparently. And she started doing those videos and she gained, she gained so much weight that now she's like really in danger. And whenever people were calling them out, then you had all the woke police telling people, hey, my body, my choice. This is the body. They do what they want. Don't come here. Don't da da da. Why are you judging? You are fat phobic. You are this. And you like. It, it's not a question of somebody being how they look. Even somebody who's like, they, they have this challenge that they do now, which is the 10,000 calories challenge. So, I saw that on YouTube the other time. Uh, same thing from, so it's uh, 10,000 10, calories challenge. Mukbang, I guess. So it's a thing where somebody has to, it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole uh, thing where somebody has to eat 10,000 calories uh, as a challenge. And a lot of them are doing it. So let me wait. Let me go to YouTube. So, I'm going everywhere. So 10,000 calories challenge. That's a new challenge. So you have to eat. 10,000 calories. So some people, they are, uh, so in 24 hours, some people are, uh, they know how to take them and they know how to, to spend them after that. They are, but because everybody do it, it is dangerous. same guy let me see if there's other people let me see 10,000 calories challenge so a lot of people are doing it huh I'm going to everybody's doing the 10,000 calories challenge in 24 hours so this one is doing it in 24 in 24 hours but she's skinny but he's I mean, ain't that dangerous? I don't know. I'm asking. Like, 
and you're gonna find hundreds of videos of these people doing it like eating and eating and eating and eating and eating like massive kfc so she's gonna eat all these kfc my problem with the internet is always the same listen when your kids start wanting to do those challenges that's when it becomes problematic uh because some people will handle themselves people who like listen some people they can t they can take 10,000 calories and then after that they can go to the gym like crazy and uh, only drink water for for the next 10 days and spend the 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 the, the, the calories some people know but some people they just yeah destroy their bodies and it seems like with this trend like we went from you know watching some missing some nice mukbang videos to now people just doing some extreme stuff just for views and it goes back to what i was talking about in the beginning people are here for the thrills like maybe for in the beginning you eat because why not like you know I could have this show and have some food and say, oh, tonight I'm trying this and da, da, da. you have a food show where you're trying food. I love watching food channels. There's this guy, it's called a sous vide. They take, a, they have a way of cooking sous vide and they, they show you and they, they taste meat. That it's amazing. Like I can watch like 10 videos back to back because they, 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 they show you how they're cooking the food, how they're creating different sauce, etc. I love it, but they're not. They're not eating like crazy amount of food. They are just eating uh, normally, and yeah, it is kind of strange to see how once people start real realizing that they are getting views. And that people in the comment are saying, you are amazing. I love you. Oh, my God. I'm eating with you. Oh, my God. Yeah, eat this. Hey, next time do this. Hey, do this challenge. Da, 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 da. And then you start making money. You start having people loving you. If you have any self-esteem problem, that's where you get hooked instantly. And then you start doing things for the click. And... I, I heard that in TikTok, it's even crazier. Apparently in TikTok, that's where they they do the crazy eating. Like that this, this Asian girl, she eats like 30 eggs, 40 eggs in the sauce. Like, and you like. The problem, I mean, we in, the, in a society now where... Uh, when you talk about something and you give any opinion that is negative, people come to you and say, hey, you cannot judge me. Nobody asks you for your opinion. If you're not happy, do your thing, da da da. You, you, you phobic X. And then they try to cancel you, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, listen, it's your body. You do what you want, but be careful. Because I don't know if this guy is really happy maybe he is 
most of these people, they're happy. They love eating. So listen, if you love eating, that's that's great. You do what you love, you eat, etc. But I'm not talking about the consequences in two, three, four, five, ten years. I'm talking about the consequences in yeah. 10, 15, 20 years. That's when you pay the price for all this. That's when your body gives you the the l'addition. That's when your body tells you, well, here's the notes. So when these guys have a heart attack, all of a sudden, all the same people who were cheering for them, eating like crazy, they're all crying. For one day, then they go find the replacement, and then a new king is arrived, and or a new queen, and there here we go again. So yeah, we slowly arriving in this in this world. <sighs> what are we gonna do? Nothing. Uh, let me look at your comments and check out. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. He does a lot of overreactings. He he does a. There's a lot of a comedic thing in his thing, but food is the the food eating is is abusing. We need to be self, we need self-awareness regarding what we are willing to do just for money. The problem is a lot of people, you know, once once you see the money you can make, you like, and then after that, like, you can't stop because you spend more, you know, the more you get, the more you spend, so the more you need, and there you go. Yeah, probably not. A lot of them, a lot of them, but... The problem is like this is one of the most that's super popular on YouTube. I encourage everybody to go watch. Like this is popular, uh, crazy. Some people will do anything for money. That's true. Yep. The body twins they aren't like him. Yeah, there's a lot of them that. Oh, some of them have passed? Oh, my God. I watch, like, me, I like Ben Dean. Uh, let, me see, let me show you. Like, me, it's, I've, been, I've been subscribed for a long time. Uh, I like his videos. I like, uh, I mean, I, I also used to like his vlogs. But uh, I've been subscribed to his channel. And, uh, yeah, listen, his videos, the guy look, continues to look healthy. I don't know what he does between uh, eating, but he doesn't abuse. That's what I. That's what I like about him. So you know, yeah. Okay, sometimes that's a lot, but he does food videos, so he tastes stuff. He gives his opinion about stuff, uh, and it's okay. It's. It's okay. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of food, but you can watch him. You kind of like his reactions. You watch it for the reactions, maybe for the noise as well a little bit. But 
I don't know. I've I've been watching him for years, and I always enjoyed uh, his food tasting. Uh, but some of those guys are just abusing. They're over the top with their the way they are eating and stuff. Some of them they are just going too far. But I mean, listen, it's just my opinion. I'm not judging anybody. Uh, if it makes them happy, I mean, and if doing what makes you happy can also make you rich, I understand, but I mean, some people, what they do, they're going to eat well one day and then for two, three days, they're going to be like purging or, you know, they're going to balance because they, 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 they understand the intake and outtake, etc. But most people don't, they're not going to do all this work. They would just eat, 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 eat. And at a point, yeah, you're trapped. And then it's RIP. I thought it was like a us, us mere thing, but personally, I don't find any pleasure in that. Some people, some people love it. Sis, some people love it. The world is truly desperate to accept mortgaging their health. I'm shocked. Guys, you have to just watch that. La Bible dit l'argent est un bon serviteur mais un mauvais maître. Et la Bible dit qu'un des sept péchés capitaux, c'est pas c'est pas la gourmandise ou un truc comme ça. Oula. Listen. When you no longer care about your own dignity, it's crazy how far you can go to get that euphoric high of fake comments of love, likes, views, or feeling like you are powerful. This is very sad. This brings us back to what we were talking at the beginning. Artists that don't want to let go. Managers that don't want to let go. Booking agent, cl club owners or, or club promoters. Who don't want to let go. I've listen, I've seen a lot of come, I've seen a lot of go in this business, and it's always the same thing. There's a moment when people lose their themselves and they lose their objectives. Because now it's about the likes and the click. And this is the reason why, and listen, of course, it's because I have the luxury that of having a catalog that generates enough money that I can do it. But this is the reason why. For the last three years, I let that this show grow up organically instead of pushing it because I want the views, the numbers. I rather focus on the content, the good content. Because, yeah, I'm not obsessed with all these things. But some people, yeah, listen, you want you want Club Shadow to explode tomorrow? We stop talking about all these interesting societal subjects. We talk about American celebrities. We talk about the Cardi B's, the this, who shot who, who's fucking with who, who did it. We just, it, we turn into a gossip shows. Trust me, it's not going to be like 20 people watching at the same time. It's going to be 200, 300 because yeah, everybody will want to know what I think about this guy doing this with that and etc. Luckily, I have the choice. But yeah, 
the likes, the comments. L'argent ne fait pas le bonheur, c'est ça. L'excès de table. Eh, excès, bah, excès, oh, oh, oh. We are also in a society that shames anyone for pointing out the ills of doing some of these things. It's a dangerous place we are in. They call you hateful for saying what they don't want to hear. Exactly. Yeah, it's complicated. It's very complicated because if you have anything to say about this, they will just call you fatphobic. When it's not a question of being phobic or like, it's just that when you see somebody's health deteriorating, deteriorating, you just feel like, hey, nobody is watching what I'm watching. Nobody is, nobody's concerned. And then one day, yeah, you just receive a news. Such and such died. And then the same people were like, oh my God, I don't be, I can't believe it's not possible. Da, da, da. And then five days later, they move into the next. So I saw in an article that a woman had, had been forced to make such videos because it generated views for the person who has secretary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, forgot her name. That was her husband, actually. Uh, she makes a video where she's uh, in the in those things. So yeah, 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 I saw that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, listen, I'm leaving you here uh, after these uh, these videos. Listen, go go check go check Bookbang on on uh, on Instagram. It's it's very interesting. It's uh, there's some nice stuff and then there's some crazy stuff. But yeah, a lot of people are just obsessed with. The clicks and all that stuff. Anyway, this show is brought to you by Shadowware.com. Thank you to the stream royalty, Daniel Chim, and to all the sponsors. I'm gonna. No, I ate already. J'allais dire tout ça m'a donné faim. I'm gonna go drink a lot of water and continue my diet. But yo, listen. Yeah, that's interesting. Listen, it's always a pleasure uh, to be with you guys uh, and have these interesting conversations. Uh, I hope you enjoy. If you enjoy, give me some unicorns and some rainbows in the chat. As for me, I'm leaving you with, as we are staying in uh, the dance music department, I'm going to leave you with a track called Fetish Ultra Fake from my album Baobab and Bottle of Wines. All right, Shada Gang, see you Sunday with our special guests. <laughs>